whether you enjoy listening to podcasts or want to record a podcast, Anchor is a pl- perfect platform to start on. Not perfect in the ap- absolute sense, but perfect in the context of ease of use as far as creating the episode. Ease of use as far as discovering new podcasters. People just stepping into the arena of podcasting. I can't think of a better platform to produce a podcast on. In less than two years, I've been able to get my podcast heard on a multiple level, multiple platforms. From Anchor to iTunes to Google Podcasts. I've even landed Life is About More Than Living on iHeartRadio. The last one? That took an application, an application to get on that last platform. Yes, I had to apply to be on iHeartRadio, but now I'm there. And the best platform of all, which is also associated with Anchor, is Spotify. Once your podcast reaches Spotify, you can easily transfer it, transfer it to multiple social media platforms and reach more and more listeners. So I suggest you give Anchor a try if you're considering podcasting. Episode 4, Precondition to Fail. Howard C. and me. Howard C. became the only real father I ever had. My mom met him and married him during that period of my life where I was torn between becoming a sailor in the United States Navy and making it a career or my newly found faith. And this is one thing, that was one subject he did not push me on. Perhaps if he had, I might have made a different decision. Because he spoke to me like a son. He spoke to me like a son. Son who he really loved. He was also a weekend alcoholic. Just call it what it is, just weekend drunk. And the poem I'm going to share, which will be the first poem I've shared in any of these episodes, addresses that. And the bond that we've discovered back then, in the early 80s. He taught me so much. He taught me the lessons that I didn't always appreciate and didn't completely appreciate to have my own sons. Lessons I passed on to each one of them. I'm going to dive right into the poem that I wrote several years ago in tribute to him. And then, and then I'm going to share some more about that journey we had, father and son. Not stepson, he was like a father to me. He stood about five foot nine with a head of black and gray when he wasn't bent over and tired cause the bricks he laid to earn his pay. Friday night to Sunday morning, he chased his demons away with white liquor and six packs of Miller. Welded to the motion picture screen of his brain was an image of a man he'd killed in a Jersey bar. For a reason long forgotten, like an innocent child of war. Weeknights when he wasn't drinking, we'd sit and talk. We 
would sit and talk in front of the black and white TV as Dan Rather spewed off the evening news. I tell him about my new found faith and this promise of paradise. He would remind me about how life is like a pair of dice. Sometimes you roll a seven, other times snake eyes. Sometimes the only prize the winner gets. Sometimes the only prize the winner got was a card deck of lies. And when your deck is stacked against you, he say, you better know how to shuck and jive. Bluff your way through before you're forced to do things you never thought you would do. Being young and book smart dumb, I challenged his every word. Debated him down. This man with a street university degree. This man who unselfishly made himself a father to me. His blood does not run through my veins biologically. His blood runs through my spirit, energizing me mentally when my body is tired and all hope seems to be gone. I remember what he taught me he taught me that it doesn't matter how strong a man is what matters is how well he holds on he loved me like a son I loved him like a dad. To this day, his voice echoes in my ears and my heart. My heart for him long time dead still shares. My heart for him long time dead still shares a river of tears. If he had been allowed to live past my oldest son being born, well, I can't say I'm thankful that he lived long enough to see one of my sons born. And he held him in his arms as if he was his own blood. He was there with him in 1986. He was there with me and my wife. He was always there 
whenever he could be there. So what started in the early 80s carried on. But as I reflect back again on the things we had, time we had these many years later, I remember the arguments he would have with my mom when he was drinking and she would argue with him at the time they separated and get back together. I remember how I were rare up against him thinking I had answers to questions that I knew nothing. Probably not seeing the things he had seen. Been down the roads, he had been down. I had book wisdom. He had practical wisdom. He taught me the value of hard work, something I wasn't privileged to learn growing up. Book work, yes, study hard, read, but actually hands-on work. And doing whatever was necessary to care for your family, for he did his best to care for my mom. Until they finally separated. One day they found him dead. I was told he had Almost quit drinking. They found him dead with the black and white TV playing by the side of the bed as always. And a miller beer sitting on the nightstand. I wasn't there for him. But I had seen him. And that little laugh and walk he had when he was shooting pool in the pool hall. Or pay as he paid in tights he paid me to drive so they could do his thing. But he always made sure my mom was cared for. Best he could. He never knocked me for the choice I made. He stood with me in my choice of service, of worship, of relationship, of marriage. He was judged so hard, yet he judged very little. You don't always have to conceive a child to be a father to a child, some say. So as I continue sharing this, my challenge for you is this. To if you do not have someone to find someone who you can love and be loved by if you have never experienced it if you have that kind of bond that parental bond and cherish it, it listen to that person absorb their wisdom walk with that person grow with that person be with that person challenge you if you are a father to embrace your kids you're a single mom embrace your kids it's not always what you have but we have very little but we have love and we have, we have a bond I challenge you to reach and embrace and never be too busy never be too busy in our busy, this busy world to love hard to teach, to educate to share I challenge you create a legacy that lives on through a bond unlike any other 
So maybe one day, if you should die, for those whom you have loved, do they would speak highly of you. I challenge you. I challenge you to be that one for whom others, about whom others will talk. I challenge you.